The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. show is brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, the largest and most comprehensive orthopedic surgery group in Middle Tennessee. Find out more at TOA.com. I'm Danny Brewer. I am pleased to be joined by Adam Renshaw, head coach of the Seagull Stars. Coach, how are we this morning? Oh, I'm great, Danny. It's great to be here. Brought to you by So let's talk about, uh, you know, this is kind of how I opened it uh, with one of the other coaches. Seagull Stars 1-0. and Man, that's got a great ring to it. Doesn't it? Yes, sir. One and O's better than O and one every time. I'm Danny Brewer. I am. Well, when when you think about head coach, yeah, I know it's a a ten game season, you know, or you hope it's more than ten games, but it's at least a ten game season. But the importance of that first game and getting off to a good start. Well, you know, Seagull Stars one and O's short week. Thursday night game starting off, so you're really nervous about all the things. When you think about, you didn't think about. Yeah, I know it's a it's a new position, we hope it's more than a new coaches. There's a lot of organization that goes with that first game. game. And, and, and uh, we found some things we really needed to work on. We played on a short week, but then again, we found some Thursday night games. Start, you know, getting a win and being able to find those problems, find those issues you need to work on. That you didn't think about. That's what you want. When you think about the Thursday night game, is it as much of a factor being the first week as it would be, say, if it were week four or five? You think, or does it really, or is it all? Always going to be a factor because it's short week. You know, I'm not sure. When we, uh, uh, when we signed that game, we show was a great idea. We have more interest. You know, we had the radio out, had you guys out, and, uh, and it was a tremendous atmosphere. Uh, but last week, leading up to the game, I said, wish we had one more day. One more day would be really nice right now. So, uh, you know, uh, you take the good with the bad. There, there's some good things and some bad things, but in the end, we played on a Thursday night and got a win. So when we think about the final score, 55 points, Coach. I mean, that's pretty impressive offensively. Talk a little. Let's talk a little bit about the Seagull Stars offense. I know you had a couple stars. We'll highlight here in a minute. But but let's talk about that. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> that you know, I don't. I thought we could be off good offensively. I didn't expect us to have 55 in us on the first uh, first ball game. But I mean, just a tremendous uh, tremendous group of kids. Uh, you know, Thomas Santel at quarterback, and he's got some awesome weapons around him. Uh, but I really think the key is our offensive line under Coach uh, Kyle Turnbow has really gelled and come together. Well, obviously, if you're scoring that kind of points, you've got to be you've got to do some things right up front because if he doesn't have time, he can't do the things that he does. I mean, when we think about Santel, I think – uh, 320 yards passing and 213 yards rushing. He doesn't do that without the guys up front. Am I right? That's exactly right. And Thomas is a really humble kid, and he really appreciates those guys. He's done a great job in practice leading them. Uh, but, you know, I, I feel like up front uh, we're probably – uh, not as big, but we're more athletic than we have been. And those guys can move a little better and do some things. And uh, uh, no, I'm really proud of how that group played Friday night. So let, let's talk about Santel and that, that over 500 yard total yards, 14 out of 17 passing, the accuracy. Man, that's you got to be happy about that. Oh, extremely, extremely, uh, extremely happy. The thing about Thomas was uh, – he made a real improvement in his pocket presence this offseason. Uh, went back and watched the film. Uh, 
several just step in the po- step up in the pocket and make a great throw, you know. And uh, uh, you couple that with uh, what he can do with his feet, uh, he he's pretty dangerous. Well, when you because I know last year seeing the kid, he battled some injuries, but he was pretty dang good last year. But what about his progression as a quarterback? That's what I'm hearing from you. His progression as a quarterback from last year to this year has really got he's gotten a lot better back there. Oh, 100 percent. Like you said, for, I mean, when you complete. Uh, 14 out of 17 passes in a high school football game. That's that's pretty dang accurate. And that, you know, in our scheme is somewhat elaborate. He's uh, he's got to move his feet, and he's uh, you know he he's got to do some uh, real quarterbacking kind of things that uh, accelerated quarterbacks do in accelerated schemes. And uh, man, he did them Thursday night. Having a kid like that back there obviously makes your offensive game planning a little bit easier because you do have that versatility and you do have the experience. Yeah, well, I think an important part of that is he has other weapons too. You know, I mean, uh, we had four receivers out there uh, that we could get the ball to at any time. You know, Teron Grant out there is a really dangerous wide receiver, uh, athletic specimen, and, uh, you know, and he's worked really hard on his game this offseason also. Caleb Watson uh, playing our wide position. He's a threat in the middle of the field. Uh, we got a young kid, uh, Drew Hostetler, who's really kind of exploded on the scene Friday night, had a great game. Uh, we did have an injury Friday night with uh, Kevin Inslee. We hope to have him back soon. But uh, we have four receivers, four guys that, uh, you know, if, if they shift their coverage one way or the other, we got a guy that can catch it away from that, you know? Well, I think that, you know, touching on some of those, Watson and Hossettler both had over 100 yards receiving, and Grant averaged like 39 yards a catch. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's like, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah, you got some weapons out there. Yes, and uh, I tell you, that uh, that makes Thomas's job easier. And I believe quarterback may be the hardest position in all of sports. But it's it's a lot better when you got guys up front uh, that are athletic, and then you got four uh, guys you can go to. And you know, Christian Fletcher, our running back, had a, a pretty good little night too, hitting it up in there and taking some pressure off the passing game when we needed to. Uh, and then Santel with the 213 yards rushing, and I guess the two touchdowns rushing as well. So being a dual threat, you can't just drop back in coverage, and you can't pin your ears back and come come after him because he he can burn you. Yeah, and uh, like I said, he, you know, he's <laughs> – Thomas has played a lot of football in a really tough league, and uh, I think uh, the experience and the leadership that comes from that can't be overlooked in his performance Thursday night either. Coach, so offensive fireworks were there. Uh, let's talk a little bit about defense. I know maybe you gave up 43 points. Talk a little bit about, about the defensive side of the football for the Stars. Well, I tell you uh, – Probably some accolades need to go to Shovelville's offense. They've got a good group. Uh, quarterback's really good. Running back's really good. And, uh, you know, we were probably at a little bit of a – we weren't quite sure what we were going to see out of them on Thursday night. I thought our defense did a great job making some adjustments. We definitely slowed them down. Uh, the pace of the football game was one where, uh, you know, uh, there was going to be a lot of scoring. And so, you know uh, – I think the key is in a game like that is you don't have to be a defense that shuts them out, but you got to be the best defense on the field that night. And so it don't matter if you win by one or you win by 40. Uh, the defense's job is to keep them from scoring more than the offense. And that's today's football. I think you're absolutely right. And, and that's the object is to score more than they do, right? Exactly. exactly. So let's talk about this coming week. We got 
Laverne coming to town. Is that right? Coming to Siegel. Yes, sir. And it's going to be on a new turf football field. Let, tell us a little bit about what's going on over there, Coach, at oh, the Siegel. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Siegel communities come together, and uh, you know, and it's not just football, by the way. Uh, all of our sports programs that use the field have worked hard, and they're contributing to this program. Uh, boys and girls soccer. Um, you know, the band is, has helped us on this deal. I mean, it, it is really exciting to see how the Seagull communities come around and, and rally to put this field together. And, and the middle school is even kicking in. And so, um, you know, it, it's just, uh, I don't know, I've been blown away by the support of everybody trying to get this project done. What do you think that having this turf field will mean to not only your football program, but all of Seagull, the Seagull community? What, what does it mean to them? Well, you know, initially it was about, hey, we use this field a lot. Our field's not in great condition. We need to improve the playing facilities for our kids so we're not missing games. we got a safe surface, all those kind of things. Uh, but after working on this project for the last several months, uh, I think it's turned into a source of pride for our community. Um, if you look at the field, it's going to be beautiful. Uh, and so um, I, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, we're going to have tremendous uh, athletic facilities. And uh, I don't know, I, I personally am going to take a lot of pride in seeing our football team out there, but not just our football players, uh, you know, our entire community. Uh, rallying around our kids at uh, in that athletic facility. It's going to be awesome. Well, I know that Warner's Athletic Construction is one who's doing the project, and I know that you know uh, they did Oakland's, they did Smyrna's, and both of those facilities turned out fantastic. So I've got no doubt that it's going to look great. But that does bring bring a little source of pride, especially when schools from outside the county come in. You think to that where you can kind of show off that, hey, this is who we are? Yeah, well, you know, Lou and those guys are going to do a first-rate job, and, and they did an amazing job. And if I, I would recommend them if you ever try to put in an athletic surface of any kind. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think what it says more than anything is, you know, we've had businesses and community members come alongside us to do this. And so – uh, you know, it's just a tremendous investment in our kids. And we know kids who are involved in athletics are less likely to get in trouble. Their grades are better. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of studies to show how important an athletic field can be to improving your community because those kids are involved. And, and, and so, yeah, I think this is just a, a tremendous, tremendous uh you know, come together by our community. And, and really, uh, you know, when you come out there on our field and you see the people that sponsored us, uh, you know, I can't thank those guys enough. I, you know, uh, uh, we, we, we definitely want to tip our hat to the people that's made this happen. It talks a little bit about commitment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, when you start talking about this, we're talking about a 10-year commitment to, to a uh, football athletic service. And so uh, I would say uh, – I would say this is taking a tremendous commitment out of everybody. And, you know, also our booster club, you know, the football booster club, uh, our president, Kelly Santel, and our board members have really fought hard to make this happen. And uh, it's taking a tremendous commitment out of them also. Laverne's coming to town. Uh, talk a little bit about what you want to see from week one to week two out of your bunch. Oh, tremendous. We <laughs> we got so much to work on. Uh, and, and, you know, that's somewhat typical this time of year. Uh, I think we got to make some uh, improvements in the kicking game. Uh, obviously, 
Uh, we want to play better defense, and we had two turnovers on two turnovers on offense. So there's lots of things for the Seagull Stars to work on. But the good news is, is uh, I don't think we've reached our potential yet. So I'm I'm excited to go back to work, go back to practice on Monday. Coach Adam Renshaw with the Seagull Stars. Anything else you want to add about Seagull football right now? Hey, come out and see us this Friday night. I, I think you're going to see an exciting team. Uh, uh, maybe an exciting game in, a, in an exciting facility. I think you're all right about everything, Coach. <laughs> uh, appreciate your time. Adam Renshaw, mastermind down there at Siegel. We appreciate your time. Wish you the best of luck. The Coach's Show is brought to you by JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates, jewelry, letter jackets, yearbooks, graduation products, and more online at jhacompany.com. Appreciate you, Coach. Thank you. Wondering if your retirement savings will last? The market's up 